Welcome to the Fix Your Sciatica podcast, where we meet with experts and clients and discuss how to manage your sciatica and low back pain without the use of medications or surgery. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Mack, and I'm a physical therapist as well as the founder of iFixYourSciatica.com, a go-to resource for pain management. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's episode, second episode, is a really special one and it's something that's really special to me because I have a client that I've been working with for quite some time and we've gone through an amazing journey together and I wanted to use this as an opportunity to celebrate his accomplishments but then also as an opportunity to inspire others who are going through some of the similar challenges that he has. So I would love to welcome Stephen. Stephen, thank you so much for being on today's episode. Happy to be here. Awesome. So would love to really get down and talk about your store and what led you to us getting acquainted and us working together. So if you could tell us a little bit more about yourself and how long we've been working together. Um, I guess we're, we're, we've been working together right about 18 months. Um, I sought out uh, some help uh, getting in shape after a uh, bit of a health situation. I had a heart attack. Uh, and I was just transitioning out of the uh, cardio rehab uh, program that they had. And, and certainly your, your uh, results or success is, is dependent on, on uh, kind of going through that process. And I wanted to be able to continue that, but also with uh, some supervision and somebody with uh, a strong knowledge base to help me through that process, which is what led me to, um, to, to, to you, um, you know, back when you had your brick and mortar operation going. Um, you know, and it's really been, uh, very beneficial for, for helping me stay on track and, and continue to, to recover as well. Wow. So you had this pretty significant event that happened that was, I mean, it changed, changed a lot. And eventually you got out of this cardiac rehab, which it's, it's no walk in the park. Um, and it's definitely when it comes to cardiac rehab, we need to make sure that you're monitoring your vitals, your heart rate, your response to everything. And you got to a point where it's, you're ready for the next step. And I do remember that conversation vividly. And when we first met, I was so excited because to be able to work with someone coming from your background and my knowledge in cardiac rehab, orthopedics and athletics, I was really excited to be able to put all that knowledge to use. Um, and it was really exciting that we got together. Can you tell me a little bit more about what your uh, life and health was like, actually, even prior to, um, say, like prior to this event? And then, um, yeah, what, what, what were you experiencing? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, my like many guys getting into the middle age, uh, you know, the weight had been creeping up. I'd had some uh, lower back issues uh, that uh, popped up pretty regularly, um, which could be pretty debilitating. Kind of had me a little skittish uh, about, about truly working out. You know, diet wasn't great, obviously. Uh, and my weight had really kind of crept up to uh, I had actually uh, just over 200 pounds at one point, which was uh, kind of a fair amount for my frame. Uh, you know, so I was, uh, still fairly active with a lot of walking every day, um, prior to the heart attack, but, you know, kind of the, the heart attack was, was definitely the, the eye opener that, uh, that I needed to make some, some, uh, overall lifestyle changes to, to diet and, and exercise. I've always felt better when I've been exercising. So it was, um, in addition to, 
kind of doing the rehab needed to address the issues with the back as well um, to really be able to kind of keep keep improving and keep progressing. So, uh, yeah, and I think we've done a pretty good job with that. Um, you know, the back still creeps up every now and then, but when it does, I now recognize what I'm doing. I have my regular back exercise, uh, exercises that I do, uh, kind of from a maintenance and prevention standpoint. And that's enabled me to, to really, uh, kind of go after it from the overall exercise standpoint. For sure. Yeah. You certainly come a long way. And the great thing is it's not, it's because of your hard work and your commitment to your health and to your ability to feel good. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about your your back pain. Do you feel as if in the past that um, it was the back pain that actually limited your ability to exercise on a regular basis and and be more active, or what, or is it, or do you think it was something else? Yeah, well, it was a combination, I think. You know, there are certainly some things that, that um, you know, golfing, for instance. I've enjoyed golf, uh, you know, when I was younger, but uh, really had, had essentially given it up because it, it, I just couldn't do it with the back. Um, it, it was just too much uh, stress and strain, and, and uh, that would usually trigger issues with the back. It was kind of – it was like, like L3, L4, and then uh, the sciatic pain that would go down the legs when it flared up, and it was just uh, – it was debilitating to say the least, uh, um, you know, so I, yeah, that, that, that certainly impacted, but, you know, diet, you know, too much wine at night and too much red meat through the week. Uh, um, we certainly, a, a, you know, equal or bigger contribution than, than just the back, but, but certainly, you know, I had to, I just kind of let myself go a little bit. And, uh, and as a result, uh, you know, I had a, an eye opener certainly as to, uh, needed to get back and back on track and start taking better care of myself. Yeah. And again, it's, it's an amazing change that you made. You went from experiencing like this debilitating back pain, also in addition to the fact of the accumulation of just eating and drinking all this and then leading to this event. But now we made these some pretty solid changes. And as a result, uh, it's pretty great because um, yeah, tell me a little bit more or tell the audience, tell us a little bit more about some of the things that you gained uh, since us over the past 18 months of us working together? Um, yeah, I mean, well, there've been, you know, many overall, you know, certainly you just feel so much better, uh, every day, um, you know, about 25 pounds lighter, um, kind of redistributed some of that weight, <laughs> uh, certainly gotten, uh, significantly stronger than I've been in, in years, um, uh, as far as my, um, cardio, um, you know, when we, when we first started, we really had to watch the, the heart rate. I was still kind of on a max, uh, heart rate restrictions so and kind of had a pitch count, uh, you know, so we had to watch that while I was working out. Um, that's no longer an issue. Uh, I can certainly, you know, the restrictions been completely lifted. Um, and, uh, you know, but, but my heart rate, you know, even when we were just doing something pretty light, it was, we were running up against that cap. Um, and now, you know, really does my heart rate ever get up to that level, even I think been able to incorporate running into my, uh, exercise regimen now, which I haven't done in, in years. Um, we've uh, certainly been able to make it more efficient and our rate now, uh, kind of tops out around 145, 150. And I can stay, sustain that for, you know, half hour, 40 minutes of, of running, um, which is something I never dreamed I'd be able to do again. Um. And you just, you know, you wake up every day feeling so much better. 
you know, part of it's the whole um, kind of holistic approach with the with the extra exercise, some some of the strength training, the functional strength training that we've done. Um, and more important, the the even the rehab, I find that with our weekly sessions to be tremendous. Anytime there's something bothering me, we get it under control uh, quickly. Uh, and, and that uh, enables me to keep going without ever having to, to really stop and rehab. Um, so it's been, yeah, the, the whole package has been great. You just, you feel so much better and, uh, you know, uh, able to do anything. There are no restrictions at this point, which is not where I was 18 months ago. Man, what, what a ride it's been from having a ton of these restrictions, keeping an eye on your heart rate, keeping an eye on how your back is doing. And now we're at a point where you're feeling great. You've lost 25 pounds. Your back feels a lot better. Uh, we, yeah, you're absolutely right. When we do get together, there's an opportunity for us to discuss like, Hey, how did the week past week go? What are your biggest issues? And one of the things that I love about my job when it comes to us getting together, even on a virtual basis is, yeah, you can tell me the ache or pain or the flare up that you have. And we work through it together. Um, and being able to see, does this feel better or does this not? And having that translate on over into um, everything that you do and getting to the point where I think we're probably running a fair amount, uh, probably a couple of times a week now this year so far. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. No, we are, uh, I am running a few days a week. Um, and, you know, certainly when I first started, it was just, you know, I kind of started with this run-walk program and, oh, man, I was gassed. Uh, and, you know, and now I can go out and on the longer run and, and, be, get, and be going for, you know, 40, 45 minutes or more. Uh, so it's yeah, it's it's a real testament to the ability of to have built up the overall stamina cardio, um, and just just uh, the strength as well, which enables me to do it. So it's been it's been great. That's uh, yeah. There's so there's certainly been a lot of accomplishments, a lot of things gained during this. So if you were to highlight like your biggest, the biggest achievement, biggest benefit that you've had since over the past 18 months what do you think that is if you had to rank um, it yeah I, you know I, i'm not uh, i'm not sure it's the overall health it's just just you know feeling uh feeling good every day and, and really you know you know the the heart situation never even enters into the back of my mind at this point uh you know and i'm working out pretty hard um which has been in thoroughly enjoyable um yeah, I think it's really just the, the overall transition. You know, I mean, I've cleaned up the diet. I've, uh, you know, I'm I'm out doing something from a cardio standpoint every day, um, and it's enjoyable. I mean, if there's a day where I'm doing more of a rest, it's you know, you miss it, um, and you always feel better. You know, I mean, you you do feel better after exercising, and and I now have the ability to do it without worrying about uh, any aches and pains, and and it's been a you know, we've had a clean well-defined program that we've been following uh, and it's been great because it's not something I've really had the ability to do on my own. And uh, I'll say, and I, I, you know, when we first started the relationship, it was kind of back when it was the brick and mortar back in Hoboken and, and, and uh, the transition to the, to the virtual is uh, as a result of the pandemic has, has been pretty seamless, uh, which I guess is probably the biggest surprise for me. Um, so it's been great. Yeah. Um, for those who are listening, 
um, Stephen and I, we started getting together um, at the beginning of 2020. And I was actually living in uh, in California at the time and the brick and mortar gym was in Hoboken. So Stephen and I actually had the opportunity to get connected and talk over the phone, but he was working with another coach of ours. But then with the pandemic happening, I, I realized that it's important for us to be able to work with our clients uh, individually and provide the, the most important aspects of what is needed for their health. So whether it be uh, for in Steven's case, strength training, keeping an eye on the cardio as well, but then also monitoring the back issues, being able to have that seamless transition from in-person to virtual was really key to keeping the continuity through this. Now, Stephen, you talked about one of the big things about cleaning up your diet. So tell us a little bit more about what you were, what it was like before you you had like, you know, your big event and tell us a little bit more about what you're doing now from a, from an eating standpoint. Yeah. You know, it was uh, the diet. Had, I definitely slept, you know, probably eating, eating uh, out a little too much, uh, too much in the way of fried foods too much. And yeah, I certainly enjoy red meat and was not afraid to have it. Um, you know, and that, that, it took a toll, uh, you know, it took a toll from, uh, you know, my blood work, you'd show up with the cholesterol and, and, uh, and everything. And, and, uh, I've really kind of cleaned everything up. Um, you know, I, I, I enjoy fish. We've really cut the red, I haven't cut the red meat out entirely, but I mean, I still have red meat now and then because it's good. <laughs> um, but actually eat a lot more fish, eat a lot more lean proteins, uh, certainly up the vegetable, uh, intake uh which has been which has been good it's 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 uh benefited me certainly from the weight uh you know i've dropped a few inches off the waistline which is nice uh and i always feel better awesome yeah i you know i i love red meat myself uh and i would say that one of the things that uh, i'm very proud of over this pandemic was my ability to cook a really good steak and uh, my wife or actually my wife and I were going to go out to dinner and there's a, I usually, when we go to a restaurant, like say like American restaurant, I usually go with the steak, but because we've been cooking ribeyes and everything at home really well, I'm going to end up going towards something else. But you pose a really great point about the fact that we, yeah, we don't necessarily have to eat red meat as, as, as often. And, um, and in fact, I mean, I know for me, I love eating. So when I eat more vegetables, I can prolong the eating experience, yeah. uh, which is which is really really helpful. Um, throughout all this, I mean, the what's interesting is that um, making changes uh, to to any part of your life uh, is a challenge. And what I find is when people go to from say one extreme to the other, it becomes very challenging. There might be some fast results, but then the ability to sustain it. Yeah. is a little bit more challenging. One of the things that I find that you do a particularly good job with is staying consistent. So what do you think helped you stay consistent uh, throughout this entire process or throughout over the past 18 months? Yeah. Um, you know, I guess from a diet standpoint is it's, I guess I just try and hold myself a little more accountable by, um, logging the foods that I have in, in my fitness app. Uh, I, you know, I'm not counting calories. I'm not even, uh, counting the macros or anything. I'm, mm. I'm not like on a diet per se, as much as mm. just eating healthier, uh, and, and following much more of just, you know, heart healthy type diet. 
Um, and then just, but, but I do find for me logging the, you know, just logging or tracking the foods and, and going back and looking at it every week or so. So, you know, where just kind of where you are from a general standpoint is it helps from a little accountability is for, for the exercise, um, you know, on that part of it, been incorporating the running and, and kind of tracking that, um, just trying to build up some stamina, kind of the running program. And then the weight training, it's, you know, following the uh, the app and the, and the exercise routines that we've set up there. Um, you know, but just, just having that, that kind of programming, I guess, uh, what, what you're going to be doing. Um, but, you know, I'm not a slave to any of it either. If there's a day that I missed, then so be it. You just, you know, so what? You just keep going. Um, but just having some of that consistency has been beneficial. And, and I always feel better after exercise. So why not feel good? So it seems as if uh, this consistency is kind of driven by your in a way like a self-reflection, self-awareness of being able to, I mean, even from a nutrition standpoint, just looking at what you're eating already changes your behaviors. Yeah. But then even um, on exercise standpoint, listening to how your body feels, if your body feels amazing after exercise, then in a way we technically will stop at nothing to feel good because we, because it seems like, you know, the, the benefits of what you're doing um, with that. So that level of awareness of how you feel with everything that you're doing is huge um, throughout this entire process. And that is one of the great things about us as physical therapists, strength coaches is being able to provide that vessel, that opportunity where you have a program to follow. So there's very little room or wiggle room to just talk yourself out of it, but then also provide you that structure that is really helpful, especially from a consistency standpoint, because there's so many other responsibilities that we have in life. There's so many other things and to have to think about, well, what am I going to do for a workout today? What am I going to do yeah. from an eating standpoint? It can make things pretty challenging. Is that correct? Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the, just the fact that it's, uh, you know, I'm out there searching every app in the world, trying to find the next great exercise routine because we already, you know, have, have something that's there. Um, and, and what I particularly like about the program that, that we've been uh, utilizing is, is the ability to customize it based on how I'm feeling that week. You know, if I'm, if I have some mobility issues in, in the hips, then, you know, you immediately change it up and, and uh, gives me the ability to, to, to work on that and keep the movement. So, so having the consistency, but also that, that maintenance as we go along, I think it's been pretty beneficial. So consistency, maintenance, keeping everything in, in uh, together, but then ultimately the ability to apply it to, to you and what you need um, is definitely a really important thing because of the fact that there's so many different programs that are out there that you can just follow from an, like say an Excel spreadsheet or even just you can search right. for exercises for back pain or sciatica or even like how can I improve my hips but one of the big challenges is that you're looking at this article that's meant to speak to like millions of people or it's like a super generalized program but we're actually able to get down to the bottom of a lot of the, the problems. So in Brett, instead of having to spend a lot of time trying to figure stuff out on your own, we get on our weekly meetings and our sessions and we actually work this stuff out. And all of a sudden, in, in a matter of a you know few minutes, we can make you feel a lot better and have you get back into doing everything that you love. Yeah, no, and that's that, and that 
really comes through every week when when we have those uh, virtual sessions is is just how quickly the little nicks and dings uh, get addressed uh, so that I can keep progressing. So it's it's uh, it's been great, and I appreciate it. Absolutely, and I am so happy to be working with you now. If so, we reflected on the past. We're talking about like what what you're doing right now. Let's talk about the future. Uh, what are you looking for most forward to from say, well, let's talk, yeah, just like a future standpoint in regards to your health. Like, what are you looking to achieve? What's on the horizon for you? Yeah. Um, you know, I guess, well, you know, I guess part of the future, you know, I've been able to, whereas in the past due to the back issues, I had given up golf. Well, I'm, I'm now playing golf again, just, just starting to try and play again. Uh, you know, so that's been very, very enjoyable. I'm uh, actually down in Florida, uh, relaxing with some golf right now. Um, and also next year I'll be, uh, I'm going to be getting back out there, looking forward to getting back out there and skiing, uh, which is something I've always done and, and really enjoyed that, uh, that had kind of, uh, been curtailed a little bit, but, uh, you know, now getting, getting back in shape, feeling so much healthier, um, you know, I'm, I'm just looking forward to getting back out there and leading a much more active lifestyle than, than I feel I had been doing, uh, prior to the 18 months ago. Cool. Yeah. So getting you back into golf, would you say now it's just like relearning, making sure that you're able to, to clean up your technique a little bit. So, so then that way you can end up hitting that, what, 300 yard drive. <laughs> yeah, hardly. Only if it's in the cart, I'll drive out the 300 and drop it. <laughs> no. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, basically I really haven't played in, in four or five years. So yeah, I'm just kind of starting from the ground up, uh, and trying to relearn the swing, uh, trying to get some consistency, um, you know, I guess the nice thing now is I'm not worried about about swinging and pushing myself. Um, so yeah, looking forward to you know at this point I'm still just kind of working on the swing and uh, looking forward to getting out on the golf course here in the next week or so uh, to actually play around. Awesome. And we were actually getting you somewhat ready to uh, actually even hit the mountains, but uh, unfortunately because of the pandemic, going to the mountain was just an unrealistic. Yeah. part of it so i'm really excited for say later this year at the like winter 2021 22 getting you back on the slopes and enjoying the great outdoors and doing doing that with without having to worry about being in shape or having to worry about yep. your knees or your back so that's really really exciting to hear now steven if you're if there if there's a per, if there are people or there are some people who are out there who are kind of going through the same starting journey that you were at before. So for someone who was previous, uh, was in the pre previous situation that you're in, what are some of the, um, do you have any words of encouragement or advice for them when it comes to getting back on track or making changes towards their health? Yeah, I guess, you know, for me, the, I think the hardest part was, was really just, starting it right i mean starting the process um and then uh sustaining so you know i think in the past maybe there are a number of times where i started working out maybe push it a little too too hard out of the gate and and then next thing you know you're you're kind of on the shelf again uh, i think the difference here is is that that i've been able to start uh and then we have the ability to address those those aches and pains that that creep up from maybe pushing it a little too much from time to time uh keeping it under control so that i'm able to kind of sustain it all the way through um, you know so i guess i mean the tough part is you know starting it and then 
getting to the point where it becomes part of your regular routine uh, and, and just following through because it, uh, it's enjoyable. For sure. I, I enjoy working with you, Stephen, and it's great. Now, with that being the case, yeah, getting started is probably one of the hardest things. It's the hardest hill. So do you think it's helpful to actually even ask for someone with their expertise to, for some help to guide them through even just the beginning stages of this journey? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know, I always know I have a weekly session, uh, you know, with you uh, to to kind of keep the process going forward. So there's there's a level of accountability that comes with just having the appointment. Um, you know, we're able to re- kind of set some goals, uh, reevaluate those goals as we go, make changes uh, to the program on the fly. Um, and I think that brings a, a kind of additional accountability for myself and, and just having the appointments and having the process. Uh, and that's been very beneficial. You know, I'm not searching for answers because I know I have a resource that provides those answers um, and enables me to kind of continue on down that, down the line of being healthy. Very cool, Stephen. This is great. So for those who are listening, you're going through a similar beginning stage that Stephen went through. The hardest part is going to be getting started and the, there's a lot of different obstacles in your way, but the key thing is that there's people that are there to help you, whether it be myself, whether it be um, a trainer, another physical therapist, there are people who are there to support you throughout this entire process and that you don't have to go through this alone. As you've heard, Steven said that one of the things that he really enjoys is the fact that we meet on a weekly basis. So I'm able to, we're able to one, reflect on how the week has been, reflect on how he's feeling. But then the biggest part is being able to take the necessary action steps that are going to be able to facilitate even more change uh, while also being consistent. And there's going to be barriers along the way. But the thing is, you're not in this journey alone. So Stephen, thank you so much for letting me take this journey with you. It's, it's, it's exciting. It's so great to see. And I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to being on this, on this episode. So, um, thank you so much. And, uh, I'll, I'll see you next week. Absolutely. Been a pleasure. Absolutely. Bye. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you got some help from today's podcast. And for more info, check us out at ifixyoursciatica.com. Have a fantastic and pain-free day. No patient-therapist relationship is formed by listening to this podcast. We are not providing medical advice and all information should be confirmed by a medical provider.